First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on. Tune in. David, we appreciate you taking the time. How would you sum up Mike Lennon's starting debut? Watching the game, he played well, albeit in defeat. Yeah, I'd say actually from my standpoint, probably better than I expected. And probably I would say most Bear fans would say the same thing. For the most part, it was a conservative offensive game plan. Uh, but they had to open it up a little bit towards the end. And listen, he drove them down to the six-yard line uh, with a chance to win the game at the end. And there was actually a drop pass by Jordan Howard that could have been the game-winning touchdown with just seconds to go. But um, listen, you know, for not having played, obviously, very much over the last couple of years, I thought he was pretty decent. That all being said, I think it's an eventuality that Mitch Trubisky is going to be quarterbacking this team. But for today at least, and, and probably for a while, I thought he played pretty decent like Lennon did. David, Nick Ferguson here, you know, 23-17 to 17 victory about Atlanta Falcons who are trying to turn the page. But when you look at this overall victory, do, can we look at it and say, well, is it what the Falcons did or what the Chicago Bears did not do? Um, well, actually, I thought the Bears played pretty well, uh, to be honest with you. Um, they got down even by 10 points a couple of times and battled back to make it a game. And like I said, they had a chance to win it at the end, and they played them to a draw in the first half. I mean, obviously, you got a team that, you know, went to the Super Bowl last year in Atlanta, and the Bears won all of three games last year. And, and listen, that they're actually they were worse than their record, believe it or not. So, you know, I just thought the Bears in their first game, and maybe there was a little bit of a hangover effect by Atlanta. They weren't the video game offense today like uh, we are, have been accustomed to seeing. Uh, Ryan did have 320, 30 yards when it was all said and done, but a lot of those were on broken plays in the second half by the Bears' secondary, which is still a sore point of that team. So i got to give some credit to the Bears. I don't know how often I'll say that this season, but today at least <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them some credit. Talking Bears with David Schuster from 670 to score in Chicago. David, throughout his young career, Kevin White has dealt with so many injuries, banged up again today. What can you tell us? Shoulder injury, you know, and, and listen, you, you have a better chance of stealing gold out of Fort Knox than getting truthful information out of the Bears or almost any NFL team. So it's a shoulder injury. We'll find out tomorrow. This guy is either uh, injury-prone or jinxed or I don't know what. I mean, he, you know, he's, he's hardly played. He was a top draft pick. Uh, Ryan Pace has made some good draft picks, but I'm not so sure in the long run this is going to be one of them. You know, uh, David, you know, when we look at the Chicago Bears and especially in the backfield and the ground game, Jordan Howard you know, was a key cog in the wheel last year. Now another guy – uh, just burst out on the scene, Tariq Cohen. Talk about how his emergence can definitely help Chicago moving forward. Well, actually, I, I, I was thinking the same thing throughout the game. And, listen, we had a feeling he might be good, but, you know, in the preseason you don't see anything. And, and they might have been holding him back even on top of that. But in talking to his teammates today, starting with them, they said they've been seeing him throughout training camp and certainly some of the practices behind closed doors up at Hallis Hall. And they marvel at, at what he can do. I mean, he's only, and I say only, and I doubt he's even 5'7", but that's what he's listed at. And he's listed, I think, at 180, but that's highly unlikely also. But he's got that it factor. Um, you know, he might, and he got popped quite a few times, especially in the first half today, by guys who are probably 100 pounds more than him. But he bounces right back up each time. He's a tough kid. He's very fast. He's, he's very, uh, what's the word I want to say, shady with his moves because he's got some moves. And if you see some of the highlights today, you'll see that. And he said at least a Bears um, debut record with, 
170 yards total offense between uh, passing, running, and uh, also kick returning. So um, I'm not going to say that he's Gale Sayers just yet. Don't get me wrong, guys. But I think he's going to be exciting, and I agree with you. Uh, the fact that he can team up with Jordan Howard, who's absolutely the antithesis of him, Jordan Howard is big and strong and breaks tackles. Um, that's a pretty good one-two punch, at least out of your backfield. He's Nick Ferguson. I'm Brian Weber, spotlighting the Bears with David Schuster from 670 to score in Chicago. David, we know John Fox merely nine wins in his first two years on the sidelines. Back-to-back last-place finishes. If it's inevitable, we see Mitchell Trubisky, and that probably implies growing pains. How is John Fox going to be evaluated this year? Uh, I think ultimately any coach is evaluated by wins or losses because this is year number three, and listen, uh, you know, he hasn't really exact, exactly had a stack deck in his favor, even in the first couple of years. But um, as Nate will tell you, I mean, you're ultimately evaluated by wins and losses. And I don't anticipate the Bears having any more than five wins this season when it's all said and done. So 14 wins in three years just doesn't cut it, guys. And I, I just think his time will come to an end after this season. You know, David, you know, the big problem with Chicago last year and Big Benjio's uh, defense was explosive plays. You know, right now, they, well, today they gave up two explosive plays to Austin Hopper. You know, his longest was of 88 yards. How is it that they will be able, moving forward, to limit the amount of explosive plays that they give up in a game? Well, those are both broken plays, and, and, and they might have both been by the same guy. For sure, the first one was by the safety Quinton Dems. I mean, uh, Hopper, Hooper, rather, I should say, was at least 25 yards behind. Uh, Ryan was scrambling on that play. And I don't know if, if uh, the secondary was pulled in for containment. I'm not really sure what the call was in their huddle. But I do know that uh, their tight end was 25 yards at least behind uh, the defense all alone. And, you know, Ryan, I thought he was throwing the ball away. I didn't see anybody until all of a sudden it came down at the Hooper fans. And then he broke some tackles on top of that. So the Bears secondary was absolutely atrocious last season. Uh, they only had 11 uh, takeaways which tied an NFL record for a low amount by a team in a season, which is abysmal. Um, so I think the personnel is better than they were last year, but it's still a weakness overall, no question about it. David, last one for me. Pro Football Talk reported this morning there was scheduled to be a pro Colin Kaepernick rally at Soldier Field. Do you know if that happened? You know, I heard about it, but to be honest with you guys, I was so busy with something else. Sure. I, I can't attest to whether it happened or not. Um, I, I, I'm I'm not trying to cop out on the question. I just don't have a good answer for you. No, I figured you might be in the stadium. David, thanks so much for the information. We know it's a long day, and we appreciate you taking the time to join us on the NFL on TuneIn. Anytime, guys. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.